I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Y'all, seriously, not going to sing, but yesterday at church we sang Even So Come by Chris Tomlin. I'm not a big crier at church, but man, when we were singing that song yesterday, it snuck up on me. It like punched me in the face. (laughs) It was when we sang this part, like a bride waiting for her groom will be a church ready for you. Every heart longing for our King, we sing Even So Come, Lord Jesus Come. I just started crying, like ugly crying. My heart hurt so much and I couldn't figure out why. When I've cried before with worship songs, usually it's a reverence or overwhelmed excited feeling or because I needed to repent and get right with God. But this time, my heart hurt like when you're grieving someone's death. That's the only thing I can think to compare it to. The pain of being separated from someone you love. My heart longs for the Lord, not only because I'm so sick of this world and my own flesh, but my pain was because I want to be united with Him already. It felt like my heart was grieving for Him. Psalm 84, 2, My song longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. I wish I felt like that every day. I know inside I do, but many times my flesh is very evident in my days because I'm thinking about the next thing on my to-do list or things I want to do or rather be doing, managing my kids, getting under my heated blanket after the kids go to bed and watching TV, etc., etc. Some of these things have to be done and these things aren't necessarily wrong to do, but oftentimes in doing these things, I lose sight of the big picture and I just get busy and my brain gets occupied and I'm not actually making any big picture plans in my day-to-day life. Does that ever happen to you? I mean, how often do I seek out God like I really love Him in that type of pursuit like you would someone you are totally head over heels for? How often do I sit still in God's presence and just let my heart yearn for Him? Why is that not every single day? That song also brings a passage to mind from Matthew 25, 1-13. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there not be enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. The point being, be prepared for God when He comes back. Obviously, be prepared by being saved, and I don't believe you can lose your salvation, but also by what He has called us to do as believers, as Christ followers. When you picture a wedding day, you imagine a bride getting ready with her dress, her makeup, and all her hair for her big day to walk down the aisle and marry her groom. She has put in a lot of planning and shopping and thinking and dreaming of this day, and she would be a pretty crappy bride if she was at home watching TV, eating chips in her sweatpants, not paying any mind to the time, 
and just trying to roll out the door and make it untimed down the aisle to her groom she obviously doesn't care much for because it would appear that way by her actions. Do our actions look like that? Do we look like a bride looking forward to the day of being united with our groom or are we making preparations not only with our salvation but with our daily walk and what he's entrusted us with? Or do we look like the bride who cares nothing for the bridegroom and only about ourselves? Perhaps it's not us being lazy brides in the couch watching TV. Perhaps we are brides out doing wicked things while we wait for the hour. Why are we like that? Our actions show us who we truly are. Examine your heart for a minute. In Revelation 19, 6-7 it says, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of many mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. The Lamb being Jesus, the wife being us, are we making ourselves ready for the Lord, and are we rejoicing for the coming of the Lamb? I know I am. I know that while we wait, it's important that we take this time and earth to prepare our hearts pursue God and grow in our relationship with Him, obey His commandments, and make disciples of all nations so God can prepare others for His coming by using us. But it's also important that we don't just go through the motions, but that our heart is in it and we keep the love alive, so to speak. Just like any relationship, you usually start out with excitement and you're 100% in and on fire, but as time goes on and the newness wears off, we tend to become comfortable and dare I say, apathetic and neglectful. Are we that way in our relationship with Christ? If you haven't read the book of Psalm, I encourage you to do so, even if it's just one chapter a day. David is known as a man after God's own heart in the Bible, and he is credited to writing over half of the Psalms. Although there were times he made some bad choices and seriously sinned, he repented and he called out to God for help and he wrote love songs about God and to God. He was committed to God and he is part of the relationship to God. Psalm 63, 1-8 says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in, dry, in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live, I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed, and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. There are so many reasons to praise God, trust God, run after God, and to be head over heels in love with him. Let's take time to profess not only with our lips our love for him, to him, and to others, but with our lives, let's fashion it like the bride we are, preparing ourselves for Christ and yearning for the day we get to unite with him. In the last book of the Bible, in the last chapter, John's been talking about Jesus coming back, his return. And in verse 20, he says, He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. And I say amen to that. If y'all want to know more about how to be ready for Jesus or have any other questions or prayer requests, feel free to email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.